Hey listeners, it's Alex, your host of Entrepreneurs of Asia, a show where we profile, highlight the lessons learned from founders, investors, and entrepreneurs shaping and impacting the startup ecosystem of Asia. Last week, we left off with the early beginnings of Jun Chan's entrepreneurial journey, where we learned a lot about his background and the path that led up to his next chapter. In this episode, you will hear about the heyday of big e-commerce when it arrived to Southeast Asia, where Jun was a part of the global operations team for Zalora, co-founder of Easy Taxi Malaysia, and managing director of Food Panda. It was a time where there was no major fashion players online, where fierce battles with Grab were fought, and where we had the first innovators for food startups in the region. After those amazing experiences, Jun tells us how he transitioned those roles into his own profitable food startup. We left off at the point where Jun had spent all of his money in Shanghai in a failed startup attempt and was researching about Rocket Internet who was making waves in Southeast Asia at the time. He knew immediately this was a rocket ship he had to get on. Let's dive right back in. And I thought, yes, finally, you know, the e-commerce wave came, right? Yeah. Internet wave came. Because at Bathcap, I was waiting for that. But only thing we got was half a coupon, right? Uh, mm. Google, which oh. I wanted to invest in. I thought, I'm going to do it, like, you know, Google can do, like, you know. So, so Bathcap, First e-commerce business that actually you know make, make it's, that actually is e-commerce, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and it took a while for it to come here, and Rocket did it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I thought, hey, you know, wow, shit. I look at the numbers, right? Look at the people they're having. Look at the team. Look at the business model. Like, I want in. Mm. <laughs> I read about Oliver Samuel. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said, okay, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's go try to work it. When was that happening? When you were in Shanghai or? No, like the one, like the last month of Shanghai. Well, last month I didn't knew this happening in in, yeah. in the region. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, you know, I got a move fight before. Then this becomes too big, right? And so I want to get in. Mm. And it was about the time I broke anyway, so <laughs> had to come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I came back, right? Yeah. And then I took like a few days relaxing. Then I straight away started to figure out how to get working there in yeah. the market. Yeah, so I tried with Zalora first. Because Lazada was just much smaller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back back then. Yeah, of course, the, you, Lazada started before their model. Uh, general goods, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, they wanted to warehouse everything. And I said, well, I believe that. Then uh, there's Home24 furniture, crazy. Yeah. Zalora is most sensible, yes. The biggest team by, by, by far. They were way bigger than Zalora at well, that point of time. Before we get into that, yeah. well, what is what was Rocket Internet back then? Oh, Rocket Internet, I didn't know anything about it. I haven't been yeah. there. I'll read about just what they are, who, who, where they got money from, right? And who the founder is, right? Yeah. I thought, okay, you know, this is... What are they? Uh, like, the only serious, you know, e-commerce startup kind of a player uh, in, the mar- in, the, in the region. Yeah. And... And the, the style that they have uh, marketed themselves. Yeah. Okay, it's like, uh, this is unheard of. Yeah. Where, what other opportunity at that time would be similar? Yeah. Nothing. So I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, a lot of people don't kind of realize that. Back back then, it was, well, it, it, was it was nothing. This was yeah. not a normal yeah. <laughs> a gig. Yeah. I and mean, there was, there was the comparison, nothing, right? Exactly. Right. So the whole e- e-commerce wave hadn't started or come, and I think uh, Rocket was the, the people who were investing huge amounts yeah. into this space. Yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, kind of discount that, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, they have this bad reputation, right? You know, being a, a copycat clone and all these kind of things from Silicon Valley. Yeah. You see through it right away. Yeah. Who the hell cares what journalists write about? Yeah. And, and I mean, like the tech crunch. Then you try to figure out who is this reporter. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. He just writes to, to get, you know, links. Yeah. He writes in his own ideology. Yeah. 
Oh, is that the good thing? I said, I, I want you. Yeah. You're so Western, so liberal. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, on the business side, of course, yeah. this is ruthlessly efficient. Mm-hmm. So, I tend to be it. I look at it and say, ah, uh, yeah, you say it's ethically wrong. Right? Because you're copycats. Now, I look at this one, I think you're smart. <laughs> yeah. Because it's rational, it's faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, you know people kind of discount the you know the amount of impact it had on on the region. Uh, the, who the, who the discounts it? I think they're wrong, absolutely uh, wrong. I think it's because a lot of people. You, they, no know. VC, no nobody in the whole region was willing to put more than three million dollars into anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, rocket. Yeah. And even then, the first big deal was actually Group Small Group One, which was rocket. Yeah. Exactly. So so I knew all this. I, I knew all this and, and when I found out about what Zolora was doing right? wow what was Zolora? Zolora is just a fashion website right yeah. fashion, fashion e-commerce, fashion e-commerce. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah the, the way they entered the markets you know like the, the, the few people that I met that worked there already you know the, the, the stories they tell me yeah. right? I was like okay lah you know it's undecided I want to get, get in so I just like you know I said okay it's obviously the, the, the wave that I want to join right yeah. Yeah? And, and I totally did mine right yeah. I wanted it so I, I, I uh, okay and I got my, my foot my foot in how did you get in? Um, how do you get in? <laughs> I, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time so I had just moved from America to Asia right? uh, Vietnam right? Uh, no I was in Malaysia I was, oh. in, I was in Malaysia for four months oh yeah yeah Sabrina, okay, okay, I was living okay, in Klang okay. for four months <laughs> and shit. then um, uh, just because uh, my alumni network from school, the LSC. Mm. Mm. So, so this guy who happened to be working for Rocket saw my profile. He was uh, Daniel. Um, Kim. Very, no, Korean. no, no, very early. Uh, yeah, he's a French guy, French guy. But then uh, he saw my profile. And uh, I had worked in Vietnam before. I did an internship for four months in banking, right? So mm. he was looking mm. for contacts. Mm. And then you know, I told him, "Oh, I have some contacts I could you know send to you." Because and back then, LinkedIn, uh, you could see people posting from the same mm. you know network. Mm. And we were the same school network. Mm. And then I guess he saw my profile, mm. and then he passed it to the other okay, okay. partner, which was uh, Stephen Chung, ah, okay, who was okay. ex Groupon from yeah, Korea. Yeah, I know, I know. And then uh, together, they're like, "Oh, this is an interesting profile." Then they pass it on to Matt. Ah, okay, uh, no, Matt. Matt. Sorry, Raphael Strap. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, so Raphael and then <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> and then from there it was just uh, they saw my profile and then he, he called me. It, it wasn't an interview, it was, it was a one-way pitch. Oh, he pitched you. Yeah, it's like I thought oh, I thought it was, I thought I, it was, him. I thought it was an interview and <laughs> it was like, you know, this is a one-way train, you're uh, getting on uh, or not, you uh, know. Uh, and then So uh, you said, okay, Exactly, one way getting on that well, shit that comes. I was very... I was, oh, cruise yeah. number two. <laughs> I, was, I was very young and naive back then, right? So... What, you were you, well, young and naive were you talking about? Yeah, of course. Were then, you? Were you? I was. Yeah. Examine yourself then. Yeah. Why'd you take it? Yeah, well... Uh, um, well, you need to stay in Malaysia. That's number one, right? Well, the, the first thing is they, they kind of tricked me. He said, why don't you try it out working for free for a month? And I did. <laughs> 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 Which, you know, no... no well, yeah. I kind of tricked them, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, you said that free for a month. Yeah, so I, uh, I, yeah, I tried yeah, it yeah. out, but I didn't regret it because I did. I did the same approach, but yeah. I did. I proposed to them instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I did half price. Uh. Half price, uh, yeah. Um, so interestingly enough, I, I think uh, within the first two weeks, I was able to meet Oliver Singer for the official interview, and then, then he interviewed me really quickly. Huh? There's no official interview. Oliver Singer doesn't have to okay it, no, does he? Uh, he was because back then they were looking for co-founders. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I had no clue what the hell that was. I had no clue about tech or anything. At all. At all. What the hell? So I, I think, uh, you know, he, he was interviewing me. He could sense, oh, this guy's so green. Okay, let's give him EIR lab, but he's smart enough, right? That's what, I, my, that's what I'm guessing. So, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of missed the whole 
uh, ability early on. Yeah, to be because you were trading and investing. Yes, I was trading and investing. <laughs> what do you know about that full, then? Full circle. <laughs> full circle. I, yeah, I, I knew a lot back then. I was doing it for you know more, uh, more than five, six years since I was uh, like seventeen. So what's your returns? Uh, it's a long time ago. I have to dig back the numbers. What, for what you. do you think about technical? I told you about technical. Technical. Let's, 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 let's not get off the track. Look, look, yeah. software has changed. Yeah. What 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 tools you had back then versus now is different. Of course, of course, of yeah. course. I mean, we can we can talk about that later after after this. But but that, that was my my entry into Rocket. It was just by by chance. And then mm-hmm. your your entry seems. Um, it's also by chance. Would it be easy? But you you applied, right? Or how how did you get into the supply? I applied, then you know I applied to like. Here and there, I got no leads, right? The only lead I got was from Office Fab. Right? So, hell. <laughs> Office Fab was back, yeah, they were around back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Which was. Yeah, I was so happy to shut them down. <laughs> so, so um, HR girl, Office Fab. So I was like, you know, no leads, these people not, not, not answering. Yeah, like, mm, what can I do? I have some friends, they got hired there working there, right? Yeah. In the production, production department. So mm-hmm. I, I weaseled my way into one of the parties. <laughs> So I remember this party was in Mutara, KL, you know, this condo where, where yeah. Chris Fosh was living. Which is like, <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, uh, yeah, so I got myself invited to the party. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then I made my networks there, talk, talk, talk a bit, and I said, okay, you know, I'm coming in to see you. Mm. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, uh, then I, I actually used Office Fed, I, I went to an interview at Office Fed before. Yeah. Just I wanted to see the office. Yeah. Yeah. So I accepted the, the interview at Office Fed. Then I went to see the HR there, but I didn't get to talk to anyone yeah. that, that, that was doing the hiring. But I saw, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Then, uh, okay, then I decided, okay, yeah. this is not gonna, this HR girl is not gonna like, you know. Because yeah. in the interview, I said, you know, maybe I can talk, talk to the founder, you know, or like the co founder. Then she keeps shrugging me off, you know. What mocking me? Yeah. I hate it when someone get keeps. And, and to, back then, Office Fab was like what? Um, Online all office supplies. Like, what, two shelves with a few papers. Yeah, I mean they were sell- they were selling <laughs> selling paper supplies. basically. Yeah, paper and toner. Yeah, which is anything you need for an office, but online. <laughs> yeah. That that was the play, right? Yeah, yeah. Good, good. I think it's viable still. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So she she kept like gate walling, right? So so I I thought I needed a different entry to like you know get it done faster. Yeah. So I uh, I got myself to the party. You know, then I finally found you know, like Chris Short, right? And, uh, and uh, very briefly, Matt was there, so. Yeah, I forgot this was because um, you joined a little bit later than I did. Mine was uh, early to mine was January or December two thousand eleven, mm. and then I guess yours is October, right? Mm. Yeah, October two thousand eleven. It should be October. Yeah. yeah, it's October around there. Yeah. So okay, I came in. Yeah. Oh, then I, I now after I, I met up with them at the party, so I come by then a few days later. Right? Yeah. I went to office at night and I came in and talked to him. And I say, okay, you know, this position, yeah, right. I think this is what you all do, right? From what I learned in party, yeah. is the pay pay range. Also, what I learned in party. Okay, so you did all your research and homework beforehand. No, but I just basically, you know, I think I needed to know what yeah exactly the role is. For what, what is what is EIR? So it's like uh, EIR, as I, as I understand, you know, even from my my, my VC days, right? Uh, just like you know, more more general entrepreneur in residence. Yeah, they wanted to call it. And I thought I was an entrepreneur, but I know I did a startup in Shanghai, so of course. <laughs> yeah, it's a good role. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can call myself that. So I, this is what I did in Shanghai. I built all this, right? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you guys are epic here, right? Yeah. Uh, all these, you know, problems, uh, I can I can really see a few things to do, right? And and, and I have no problems with, uh, you know, working with people and all working, have people working for me. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and, yeah, that's why you should, you should take me on board, right? Uh, then he looks at me, his profile, you know, then, then he starts negoti- negotiating with me. And uh, and I just say, okay, you know, look, 
you probably have a lot of other people that want to hire fine. Number one, I'm, I'm Malaysian local, so it's a huge benefit. Uh, that, that I know, and you know that. And I said, uh, yes, uh, maybe uh, what? Uh, 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 maybe I'm dumping the line, right? But I make it easy for you, okay? Uh, I know the the your GVDs, you know, like Italian interns and all the, the experts here are paid like what? Uh, 16? 18? 8? I don't know. I took. Yeah. Okay, I know they're paid 18. Sixteen, sixteen. These 4, were euros. These were these were global venture developers. Yeah, 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 were, yeah, yeah. Um, around there, usually foreigners coming in to correct, correct, launch. Correct. I, and even the local MDs, you know, around that, that, that maybe double that, huh? yeah. or like around there. Yeah. So I, I just said, okay, you know. So I, I think I'm equivalent at least to that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll, I'll work. Oh, first month half price. You see, mm-hmm. then he's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Then then I went yeah. to then next thing is uh, Matt Chris Short, right? Report to him. And then uh, I asked him, oh, mistake. bro, what's the uh, biggest problem that I need to solve? <laughs> 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 warehouse, Charlie, oh jeez. Warehouse, yeah. Warehouse. Uh, if you just said like a photo studio, I think my life was different today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that, that, that's uh, important because I think you, for, look, what, what I'm hearing is like you just are hacking the system. Right, you, uh, usually people will just apply and then they don't hear back and they stop. Right, so you kind of. Oh, I tried that before. Yeah, of course. In the US. Yeah, this doesn't work, right? Doesn't work. So you you broke into a network, you found the right uh, person, decision maker, and then you you know you had to probably like sell it. Uh, you know what? You know, how to get in? But that that that's like the that's that's like you watch the movie to do that, the sitcom to do that, you read a book to do that. It's like it's not a genius idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But 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 a lot of people don't do it. I don't know why. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not, right? Why, why, why? Sometimes um, I feel also a bit ashamed. You want to see a culture is how, right? I look at this situation. This is totally acceptable to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's in no way weird. It's not illegal, right? It's not illegal. It's in yeah. no way against norms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I think what's also important is you you went to the, I guess, the decision maker or manager and you're like, what's the biggest problem? I don't even know who it was. I thought it must be Nets, I think. You know, yeah. The guy looks at the boss there. <laughs> The Skype call, right? On yeah. the table by himself, uh, with the best view. Yeah. But I mean, I think by, by by asking about what is the biggest problem, you know, you opened a lot of doors when you were able to actually start solving and creating value by solving that. But problem. honestly, there's no role for me, yeah. right? It's not like I'm um, yeah, on what department, what what, I, yeah. what experience I have all this, right? Besides yeah. my product, is that product? Oh, the worst thing, I've done product, but product in Germany, so okay. Yeah, product's done already. Yeah, and not for, that I want to do product anyways, right? Yeah. So I was just thinking, you know, I, was, I wanted to. Run the business. Yeah, that, that's my goal, right? Yeah, and um, uh, yeah. So, so I thought that was the clear thing. Like, really, I literally don't know what what your problem is, right? And and, yeah. and I, I want to take on a problem, which which is very interesting because when I when I first landed in uh, to launch Zalora Vietnam, mm. there was only three guys. So I was the third mm. guy mm. hired for the whole project. Mm. Um, uh, Stephen, he was the most senior guy. He took buying. He kind of knew he wanted to do that. I guess buying is buying. He, so, he just came in wanting to buy. Yeah, it's like it's Where's he from? What's his background? A Korean American. Then he wants to buy. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, he knew. Like, well, because I think he had done a lot of ventures for Rocket already. That was like his third, fourth, or fifth venture already. Um, he had seen a lot. You know, he did like glossy. Oh, that is different. Yeah, so he knew that this was probably something he wanted to try. That was different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, he's the most senior guy. We can't say no. Mm. And then it was between marketing and operations. And mm, mm. Uh, I saw operations as being the biggest chunk that I could learn the most. And oh, actually, I saw that also because like I, I lean towards operations. Honestly, I value the structure. What, what is e-commerce? Especially fashion. Yeah. Now, okay, I know there's buying, and 
I'm a dude, so. <laughs> what is, what, oh, what, no, what no, kind of comment no, is that? <laughs> at the time, the buyer was female, right? The, the buyer MD was already taken up, so I know there's nothing left okay. in there that, yeah. I, that I'm, oh, I'll be actually good at, right? Yeah, and, and yes, I think e commerce is, at Rocket, there's probably three, three big functions, right? There's yeah. the, the, the demand generation, there's the, the, the supply, you know, of uh, products, yeah. and third, you know. It all fails with a good operations. Yeah. Right? And you, you know this from uh, the, the book, uh, Amazon Happy Happy Feet. Yeah. Uh, by uh, Zappos. Yeah. Uh, it's inherent focus on operations that, that drives the successful e-commerce. Yes, correct. Service. Everything else is secondary, you see. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it, all must work together. But if this yeah. fails, then what for? Yeah. You can't get the goods to people. Yes. So, so uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and then the warehouse, and that's that's where we kind of go full story back to when I first met you in, yeah, in yeah. the warehouse when yeah, I was yeah. just visiting. <laughs> uh, you know, we did learnings by by going to other countries and, and talking to other managers to see how we could help improve each other's across countries. Um, and then, I think you did something which was crazy and amazing. I think you had worked for how long had you worked in the warehouse? What, a few months, three, time, three, three, four months, six months. Oh no, no, not even that yet. I think when you came it was just month month. Yeah, and then I think you were there for a while, but then. I think within a few months after that, somehow you had made this crazy jump to the global operations rocket team. So you had started from the very bottom in the warehouse, but now you are running with the, the guy literally reporting yeah, to all over the same way. there, right? You know, yeah. This, this, uh, this uh, two American, one Canadian, Chris Micah, and like, uh, Chris Micah, tall Canadian Chris. Micah, Micah, Micah Spiegel. Yeah. Was American I haven't seen you guys in a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, uh, I look at everything that's like weird, weird. It doesn't feel very local to me at all you know wait, wait, wait. I mean the, the yeah. management's all like foreigners like, okay that, that, that's a weird thing to see right where did you see them they came to Malaysia uh, this is... in the warehouse oh the warehouse oh so yeah, Americans yeah, have a, come down it's an inbound head outbound head right yes yeah and uh, and then there's a, there's a Moroccan oh, okay. legendary yeah, so this is when you first took the, the project up to fix the warehouse yeah Yeah. so okay. like, my, my rule was also clear so Chris just said you know I knew the team you know CCC you know where, where, where it makes sense like, you know, and of course the, the background was outbound yeah so okay I hop on outbound the first thing I noticed was hmm, a bit like weird because it's yeah. like there's a whole bunch of ex-investment bankers here right all ex- the ex-bankers ex- consultants all the time okay they're they on they're, they're this island of computers right and then the operations, of course, are local, like, you know, local, yeah. local, local hires right, for 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 the, 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 the for the for the processing jobs. Yeah, I see a very weird di- 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 dichotomy, you know. Yeah. Where's the Malaysian? Where's the Malaysian? <laughs> yeah, well, how are you going to like do a local workforce like that, like that? So obviously, it's all and and this, then imagine I look at the, the Malaysian setup, right? Yeah. This will not be any how any Malaysian warehouse operation would be staffed and run, you know. Yeah. Oh, weird. It's okay, you know. Maybe you know. Okay, I can bridge this gap. Yeah, and and to be clear, inbound is the products coming in to yeah, inbound, store to the correct. warehouse. Yes, inbound then, is yeah. uh, in the middle between that is the in- inventory operations. Correct. And then from to once you make an order, the yeah. outbound team must process the order from inventory yeah. to take it out. Maybe yeah. you need to provide some context over here because it surprised me yeah. as to how big warehouse can be, how many products yeah stop, and the nuances of picking an order. And should yeah. bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, it needs a system, it needs a workflow. Because imagine that someone orders a go find item to, to send to him, right? Yeah. And it's a huge warehouse. Yeah. So how do you keep track of all that? How do you pick it? How do you like you know get it out in time? Yeah. So so that's a whole you know. Yeah, that does like a whole process. different segment in podcasting. Yeah, it's like about picking, you know, yeah. <laughs> packing. Um, but what, what I'm interested in is then you 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 know, you were in locally on the ground. How mm. how did you jump to the global rocket team from a venture level? 
I didn't plan for it also. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't planned. Not, of course it's not. Are you sure it's not planned? You're, you're, you're not aiming that from day one? <laughs> Maybe like a, a few days before, I, I oh, that could be done. No, that yeah. I, I went. Uh, so, yeah, I know. I, I did want to run a business, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really had a plan for how, how, how I would do it, you see. Yeah. Yeah, so I I joined in right, and and I and I you know tried my my best to like just get things working better, right? Yeah, and, and I did that. Yeah, I I revamped some of the workforce, uh, uh, put in some more 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 local things, you know, like 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 uh, how you check your attendance, right? Uh, even yeah. punch card, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so there's a huge problem with absenteeism. So I'm like, okay, the only thing I know works, right? It's just like you know, being an asshole about it. So so I, I put this punch card. Right in front of my desk, they say my team clocks in front of me every morning. Yeah, so they cannot like you know clock in for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So pop 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 did that. Then yeah, the workers felt right away felt you know oh shit you know so, like uh, this garang uh, orang is angry persons in charge now. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm very chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I do what I think works. So I did that. Then things improved. Then uh, we did out the phantom staff. Mm. <laughs> they were phantom staff. Okay. Because they don't shop anymore but still be paid, right? Yeah. Who's these people? <laughs> Where are they? Where are they punch for you ping them? Yeah. Uh so I did improvements, process improvements here, there, here, there. Try try our best to fix it. And it was t- tough because a lot of things like uh uh a lot of time consuming things. Yeah, like like Excel merging Excel for fixing the inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh bought in a whole bunch of foreign workers, you know, so that they are they are a bit cheaper and like they work longer. Uh, and and yeah, so we got all, all done properly. Then I I was happy to email out pop no backlog mm-hmm. <laughs> every day no backlog no backlog. Mm-hmm. They come doing uh, yeah yeah backlog. Yeah, <laughs> please send everyone over. You know, there's yeah. too many orders. And the backlog yeah. is uh, orders coming in, yes. but you can't fulfill them fast enough. Yeah, they're, they're up you know by the yeah. time right. Yeah. So so you know, uh, that, that 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 then then uh, global ops right you. Yes, global ops. Yeah, so there there's uh, uh, so. Uh, Everyone was like, you, know, you should check out, you know, how, how, how Malaysia is run a bit, right? And they had to come anyways to install the new software, right? Yes. Right? So, so there was a, a global team managing, because for Zalora, there was, well, I guess, eight, nine, eight countries in the region. Correct, correct, correct. But yes. there was other uh, fashion ventures in uh, Russia. Yeah, the more developed ones. In Australia, yeah. in India, Japan. Yeah, yeah, more developed ones, right? Uh, yeah. But we were all kind of connected together in this massive global network. And then there was this one layer on top that kind of helped, I guess, optimize... Uh, all the operational issues across regions, which was a uh, think about it, right? It's an interesting idea. Yeah, any other company would have done that. It's unprecedented that there's one holding company with like you know ongoing like twenty babies across the whole world. Okay, yeah, right. So so you got to give how innovative you know okay, has tried to be also. Yeah, right? with like centralizing some things, deploying here here here. Oh, like, yeah, this is like a playbook never written before. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about uh, later on, like you now Grab and all these other big yeah, yeah. Uber, they, they, there's they, they piggyback uh, off what you know. They looked at Rocket what, for what, sure. What, what we yeah. did, right? Yeah. And uh, and and yeah. So so yes, there was a team. Yeah. Ferdinand Van Kalm, it's a good guy. It looks like Colin Firth. He was a COO of the globe of I guess uh, Rocket whole, Internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so he he, he I think uh, he visited. We were first to get the point. Yes. He? Okay. So I guess uh, the context is. I kind of asked for it first. I think so I guess yeah so the the, t- the global ops team was coming into each uh, country because we needed to have better yeah, management software quite quite right because we ran everything by Excel it's crazy yes 
and 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 finally you know they had a solution you know that, that links up to the site yeah and 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 i think uh, the mbs were talking about it you know chris josh and the rest yeah. the chain then i i suppose the chris has said if we push for this you know we should take it first yeah right obviously this uh, benefits also hey we were the biggest market yeah i think biggest by orders by orders yeah so clearly you know yeah we should get it first yeah. like if i was thinking oh, we are the biggest why should we do it <laughs> right that's it you want to keep your, your, your lead right then yeah. we should do it no yeah and then then the other countries you know will, 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 will obviously you know will, i don't know how long it'll take right maybe this will take two months yeah. right when by the time other countries are done you know what are we going to die you know like every day yeah yeah so yeah yeah so we decided okay lah you know we, we, we strategically said these are the core ones because we're going the fastest yeah so the risk of messing up is the biggest yeah. no yeah two sides of sorry Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they said, okay, why don't we fire over there first, take a look first to see whether you know it's, it's actually deployable, you know, yeah. uh, without interrupting many things. Yeah. So it's the, uh, the global ops team flew into Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they deployed this yeah. yet yeah. at all anywhere. Yeah. We were the first number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ongoing operation. How to deploy? Okay. So, so how how did you? So I guess uh, you met Ferdinand mm. and uh, Johan Antloff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember. Uh, the Turkish guy Eric Ixton. Yeah. I can't Turkish guy. Mauro. 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 Oh, at that time, uh, my boss became Marino already. He's an Italian mm. guy, very funny. Not no like Chris Schorch, because Chris Schorch betrayed the uh, companies. Yeah, different story. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, now nah, they came, they reviewed, they like, thought of a plan on how we can uh, uh, transition. Yeah. And part of transition involves this huge stock count. Mm-hmm. To to scan every stock, you know, back into the new system. To, well, that that that, that yeah. was crazy, you know. Yeah. So so yeah, I know we decided that it could be done. Yeah. With, uh, with a two two of, of over one weekend, right? And yeah. by Monday we should be back online. Yeah. Yeah. So over the three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, I got it all all together. Yeah. Try to figure out all them bugs, you know, yeah. bugs every time, everywhere, you know, you're like live call with Portugal Sergio, yeah. right? Just to Sergio Masana. Just to like iron out the box as quick as possible, then come around like Sunday or Monday morning four five o'clock. We're testing it. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, well, first it was chaotic. Mm. You treat all these people how to use the new system, right? Mm-hmm. They had practice fun stuff, honestly. Yeah, like well, how many hours? Only. Uh, yeah, yeah, everything worked. Everything's fine, you know. I, 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 you know, we, we work as a team mostly to, to keep everything working, you know. Then uh, done. All mess works. Okay, so, so basically, yeah. So the moral of the story is uh, global ops team came in, a successful implementation. And then how did you join the team? <laughs> like when they were trying to implement, right, I was the whole key person yeah. on, on, on what's the old process and how we're going to pay over the new mm-hmm. one, right? right? They have a new one, they have this idea of how it works, right? Yeah. And my job is like, okay, how do I take this to that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, this data, how to insert, what's the most efficient way? Uh, what, what the constraints or what the, the yeah. workflow issues, mm-hmm. right? So I, I hope with them to, to, to figure out all that then it's key you know that, that they, they can't go do another warehouse without me yeah right I mean you'd be helpful lah. yeah and I know how like other countries might work right mm-hmm. uh, uh, because and I also will be the only Asian in the team yeah right yes, yes, what, language wise none, none, none of them speak any local language right mm-hmm. so I said yeah you know I have the benefit of uh, you know uh, at least Indonesia I got it covered right <laughs> yeah and, and mostly you know I think uh, I think you know since I run the White House manually before and now you have. Yeah. Right? Maybe other countries running it manually also, you know, would, 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 would have things that I might be at the best position to, to do on mm-hmm. how to migrate. Yeah. Yeah. So I told, told, 
uh, made this argument to Ferdinand and said, yeah, so funny, you know, where's next? I want to go. Mm. Uh, then uh, he thought about it and said, well, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, yeah, come on board. So you crafted your own role once again. Right? Yeah, you, you put it that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's really just the sensible thing to do. Because I was in the warehouse. The new Ops MD was very no. Right? Yeah. So that job's not going to come to me anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say that because I, I was sitting in Vietnam. I had just met you a few months prior and you were just a, a guy on flip-flops and shorts. And next thing I know, you're on the global operations team optimizing things. So it seems like it comes out of nowhere. Right? Of course... It did I, come out of nowhere. Yeah. It, it came out of like Sunday. It came out of, uh, of a few days after we went live. Yeah. Right? Everything works fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Right? I was thinking... Hmm. And then I said, go box. Then I asked, what, what's next, next appointment? Yeah. Then it was over, like, you know, I have a cigarette break with Freddy, you know, I was like, at the, at the, at the yeah. warehouse gate. Then I just talked to him a bit, uh, so what's next? And I thought, oh, you know, why do I come along? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in shit. Yeah. I mean, I think for you. Yeah, for money as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the, 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 the story is like, you know, there, there, there is a pattern. Maybe you don't realize it because your story is continuous, right? I know my pattern. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's solving hard problem and jumping. Right, and, and hard, like. if it's too hard, I won't take it. It's sensible. It's 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 a path that you can take, and you can actually be successful, and it has an impact, right? And then uh, you you take the story to the right person, you sell it, and then it, it leads to opening more doors. I don't tell it. Yeah, I don't tell it. That's what you say, but it ha- in a sense, people have to believe it, right? Uh, okay, true. Right? Okay, I do tell it a bit. <laughs> so I mean, that that's interesting. And then like I I think you know, the end of the story is like for for Rocket uh, for Zalora is that uh, everything was very optimized, right? And what, what why did you why did you end up leaving then? And, and why how did you get to the next opportunity, which would be Easy Taxi? Okay, look, I joined Global Ops, right? Well, global is local and you know, regional ops. I say it's regional know. ops. Pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop, you know? I was like, I want to go to Latin America. You want to check it out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to go to Russia. Why not, right? And uh, and uh, you know. That my other team members get, get, get sent there. It's like, what well, up, you know, He keeps sending me to like you know Manila, all these Asian like, countries. Where he said, okay, I kind of told him that you know my specialty will be here, right? Because of my You're Asian. Yeah. So okay, burn myself there. <laughs> but I guess you know after all that's done, yeah. After all all, all that was done, then I I, I asked Freddie, you know, like little boss, so where where's next then? You know, Latin America, let's go. And he said, no, it's like uh, Jumia in Nigeria. <laughs> Come on, bro, no man. <laughs> I'm going to warehouse there again. So, so Jumia is the, what, Lazada of Africa or? Uh, Jumia, yeah, yeah, yeah Lazada. Yeah, so it's uh, basically yeah, nice, yes. Amazon model but for Africa. Correct, yeah. correct, correct. Just... And, and Rocket had penetrated into there and he was yeah. asking you to go. Yeah. yeah. Then I, I that's it. That makes sense, right? Yeah. And uh, I told Ferdi, you know, I think, you know, I'm at a point where I might want to, like, you know, become a co-founder so at one of the ventures. Yeah. And uh, what, what do we have available? Uh, Ferdi is CEO, so he knows. Right? Yeah. Was in pipeline, right? And uh, he, he went through all the business models, look, 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 opportunities, uh, considered like, you know, like I was in the Philippines then, yeah. with Brian Chu, and he was, uh, well, Brian Chu, was a co- was a, who's the co-founder of Grab Philippines. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah. Okay, so back then, I was... knew, I told Ferdy, you know, this guy is like, you know, go leave this job, yeah, he's, he has another company. He was working in Zalora then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was there, so like, they bite me at the basement, right, so they told me to stay along, you know. That, well, I was like, that was a really weird week. So I was this person there who they are paying, right? And this clear animosity because he knows that I'm here like in case he takes off, I take over. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, it's funny because he was going to join Grab. Yeah. Let's go found it because he, he knows family friends Anthony Tan. Uh, was, back then it was Mike Taxi. Yeah, Mike Taxi. Yeah, Mike Taxi, correct. But they wouldn't call him Grab Taxi. But he was in Philippines then or? Um, 
wait, wait, let me recall. Very quick, okay, so very, very fast it happened. Yep, he did expand also. Right, so, so, uh, he was involved with Gojet. Ah, so this, okay. Yeah, so, Brian <laughs> Chu had a few funders in Gojet. He actually told me, hey, Junior, you know, consider like, you know, thinking about Gojek. I said, what the hell Gojek? I don't know what Ojek is, right? I know lah, in Indonesia, but I never met one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but, all I knew was just, you know, no money for our founders, right? <laughs> and, 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 I said, no lah, you know, I'm so loyal to the market. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I don't trust you, you know, it's like, you, you seriously give me a lot of crap, you know, it's very true. Yeah. Because, right? weird, right? It's like, thank you what to do, but he knows that, like, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the, like, the, the backup, right? Yeah. Because he's going to fight anytime. Yeah. And uh, and then I know about the gap thing. And at the same time, we're talking further about what, what the hell I'm doing here. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and then Easy Taxi came up. Yeah. Taxi, taxi that, booking. That was, that was the so taxi booking app came yeah. up. And they said, yeah, Malaysia is going to start first because the competitor is there. Yeah. My taxi and they are present there, so we should start there. Mm. And we're the biggest base operations there, anyways. Yeah. So, okay, I'll do it. Mm. Yeah, so I, I took. Then I called Dennis. <laughs> yeah. I talked to him, and then Dennis, a few days later, Dennis flew over. So, so the timing was good because Ferdy had known that uh, uh, Easy Taxi was expanding from Brazil out. So mm-hmm. they were in expansion mode. And you know what? Yeah. Ferdy is Brazilian? Is he Swiss Brazilian or just Brazilian? Uh, his citizenship is uh, Swiss or German? Yeah, Swiss, I think. But he grew up in Brazil. Yeah, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, in the south of Brazil, Bella Horizonte. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Well, a lot of Germans are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? I don't okay. Know. <laughs> okay, so then he had the relationship to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so then Dennis came. Oh, what do you, Chinese guy? <laughs> uh, De- Dennis was the CEO. Dennis Wang, yeah. Is the Easy Taxi CEO yes, yes. back then? Yeah. yeah. Very weird, you know, a Chinese dude, six president, Portuguese, uh, Vela Chao. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, and he flew to Malaysia. Ah, yeah, to, to check the market right away. Yeah. I, I wasn't hired yet because you were looking yeah. at it first. Yeah. Yeah, but of course, you know, I was the, 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 the one that's going to do it. La. And I convinced him, of course, to, to start here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that, that's why you kind of left the Global Rocket team. Um, I'm taking this from your profile 35 mm-hmm. countries, 48 markets, 22 million downloads, 90 million in funding, nah. more than 500 drivers in the network. What happened? 500,000. 500,000, sorry, 500,000, yes. What happened? Why, you, you know, know. <laughs> I got you in. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, I mean, that sounds like a, an amazing company in, in, in rideshare, you know. Um, I think uh, Rocket lost. Yeah. We lost. And maybe I lost a bit. I don't know. Honestly, I'm biased to say that we try our best, right? Okay, what happened was this, right? There was us, Easy Taxi, my taxi. We were neck to neck. They had the advantage way ahead, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then... When we went regional, they had to go regional too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think they were very content with who they were in Malaysia, growing as a NGO, I guess. They were, they were, they were set up and founded, right? Not to be Uber. Right? They were actually more like a, more shift towards a social enterprise. Mm. Right? So they go Jack. They were both social enterprises. One wanted to help the Ojeks, one wanted to help taxi drivers. Mm-hmm. Right, why they're social enterprises because they are outcomes of a Harvard Business School competition ah. imagine that that we came in here doing it as a business <laughs> with real money big funding yeah. then suddenly everything changed <laughs> yeah so, so we, we stopped the fire right? I guess like we started like being very aggressive at it yeah and then uh, it exploded in China 
exploded in like right share. Yeah, right share exploded in China, exploded in like a, a, a America. Yeah. Right? And then suddenly he was interested in like, you know, making exploded also. Yeah. yeah. So he started like he stopped his day job, you know. I think uh, in in Tanjong, you know. Yeah. yeah started full time over at uh, Grab, right? This was Anthony. Uh, Taxi, Taxi, yeah. yeah. Started working, started competing, right? We yeah. grew and grew and grew and fought, fought, right? Yeah. Then it's like tough for us, right? Cause, yeah. cause like the product was localized, so we made a lot of stupid shortcuts, you know, just to make it work. Yeah. And the user experience was also good. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. But what to do, you know? This uh, your hands tied. You just try to win by our marketing, lah. Yeah. Right? And, and out executing. So, I mean, to first, first to give pause. Um, mm. Easy Taxi was. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone will know because we're not around anymore. Yeah, exactly. We, right, we were right. one of the largest rideshare in the world at one yes. point. Yes, we were the largest. Yes, we were the largest. Larger than Uber, larger than Chinese. Okay, no. For mm. a while, they, they China. They, in one week's time, China grew faster. And China is China, so so they're bigger than everywhere else yeah. in the world. So it's not a good comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, taxi booking. Yeah. Uh, we were the largest. Yeah, and we had we had the lead. Mm-hmm. And eventually, and, lost it all. and we lost it all. Right. So, yeah. b- before joining Easy Taxi, what were your thoughts about the space? I thought we'll win. Real money. Yeah, they're broke. Did you know how big it was going to be? Like, did you look at Uber or what? Lloyd. Okay, look. Uh, nobody knew how big it was be because we didn't factor in private cars. Yes, correct. No one. No, I mean, at least early on. All right? small because of taxis. All limited, right? Yeah. But but. At the back of our heads, we knew, you know, we were somewhere We knew Uber was going to go to private cars, right? Yeah. Italy, you also know, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Taxi is shit, right? And um, the product didn't, 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 didn't adapt in time to... To, to, to do private cars. To get that. Yeah. And the funding, yeah. the, the price war that we were waging, you know, was, was, uh, was only going to be sensible if we had more money than yes. the competition. And we, we kind of failed to raise that, right? Feel, I think. That, that's a, yeah, that's a big thing to say. He messed up the SoftBank interview, like the ah, so there was a so there right? was a SoftBank interview there, before, not for not for a taxi, yeah, but for Rocket, for Rocket, okay. yeah, okay. it was fundraising, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for Rocket, yeah. Rocket's capital. I think there was an event. I heard for I heard from Marino or something, you know, yeah. all the MDs that that, that they all met in this room in Japan. This is You think about this stupid thing, right? This should be is there the work or the no work? Yeah, I think they clicked, but the other management in SoftBank was a bit, I don't know, offended by his directness in Japan. Ali is a very direct man. Yeah, because they were showing him like the Jamba story on how TV ads work for online, right? Yeah, so they showed the crazy for XLF, you know, that, 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 the ringtone selling, you know, for Jamba. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, the ad didn't play properly and he was just fucking like breathing the 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 DVD. <laughs> so I was yeah. like trying to load it up, right? Yeah. Uh then like, you know, they, they didn't work out so SoftBank yeah. did invest in 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 in, 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 in Rocket. And SoftBank I think Magician did have the vision to to, to get into uh the future businesses, right? Yeah. Even then. Right? Yeah. Then he just went his way to do it himself. Then got money from, you know, Arab everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he made a lot of cash from Yahoo, right? So, so of course, rich. of course. Uh, so we lost him as an investor. Yeah. And then he came to grab. Rest is history, I guess. Two hundred fifty million, how yeah. big? I mean, I think uh, there was maybe enough money in the market for rideshare back then. I remember early on, I heard a story that uh, there was an early COO who was in a region. I forget his name, and he wanted to do private shares early on, but then I think it was somehow that decision was lost. I think, I think. I don't know, like, the capital that we raised was tiny compared to what everyone else was raising since we were bigger some more. Yeah. Prices all over the world. I don't know. 
I think the cap structure of uh, his taxi was messed up. Yeah. Yeah, because of uh, the, the the telco that we have on board, uh, MM South African, mm. no, Brazil Millicom. Mm, exactly, yeah. was Millicom because it's Latin America, so we can blame Rodrigo for setting it that way. So cap structure messed up, hard to invest in. Uh, Rocket didn't put much focus into you know right sure. yeah. uh, funding this uh, because private cars wasn't very clear yet. Yeah, and by the time it became clear, uh, SoftBank was really crap. Yeah, Uber was really crazy. Yeah, all the world, and we were in this position where shit, we don't have an advantage. Yeah, strategically. Mm-hmm. So, what were the early days like? What were some, some <laughs> of the crazy stories? Oh my god! Ah. Uh, you can imagine. Mm. It was early days. Is it actually? Huh. Okay. So, yeah, I it was very beneficial that I started business before, so so I know like you know what what initial steps are and the rest, right? Yeah. Uh, first things first, you know, hire someone, get a team, uh, find. And the fastest way to get someone to, to you know to work for you is just to go out there and call like you know what we open this you know you come out I need you <laughs> yeah yeah now we just started like what needs to be done because we had a, a yeah. kind of a working model of what what needs to be done you know, because we launch in Brazil right yeah so yeah okay we, we see how it works there okay then we try to adapt and, uh, and make it work so we went out to try taxi drivers we went very aggressive at it right set up stores all over the place right just onboarded drivers trying to get customers in mm-hmm. right did everything that we 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 we, we try 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 iterate iterate yeah. iterate you know found what works found, found what ad works uh, got PR in PR 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 a lot of PR press press relations public relations uh, hired grew operation set up and uh, then deal with the product on a, on a crazy basis uh, too much time spent on product just just hack it to make it work for the local market yeah yeah uh, and then compete with that. Yeah, and tell us the time that uh, Grab poached your team. Ah, why why you keep bringing this up? I should stop telling people this. <laughs> so we had to sign up taxi drivers. Yeah, and like taxi drivers are not in Malaysia; they're all Malay. like like ninety percent Malay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, mm, okay, you know, there's a whole new circle, you know, of of uh, people that I never worked with before, right? So so how 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 do we get all this like you know uh, uh, taxi drivers signed up? Uh, difficult. You're not gonna hire like you know. Uh, a university graduate to go approach <laughs> taxi drivers to sign up, right? You know, they'd be super scared of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't have a good reputation. So I thought, okay, how, how, how do they do it at my taxi? You know, basically my taxi is an office, right? Yeah. And taxi drivers have to come queue up, you know, to the office to, to sign up if they have a smartphone. Which yeah. is very rare. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought, okay, how to sign up taxi drivers as fast as we can. Yeah, obviously, you want to get those that my taxi always has. Yeah. The, not many people have cell phones, so why are you gonna look for ten? You know when this one should have, yeah. right? and anybody knows how to use similar apps. Yeah. And so we, uh, you know, we look out for them, right, and try to sign up these low hanging fruits first, right, and then try to sign up more. Right? Yeah. And then we try to beat the rate that, that they had because they had the advantage of supply. Mm-hmm. So I saw what they were doing. And I said, well, why are you okay? So, so how do you go acquire? So you know, I just found out for other tech. Then I, the first thing I did when I landed from Philippines actually was hop on a taxi. <laughs> I never did taxi. Yeah. yeah. Then I talked to the driver, you know, how was it going, everything like this. I tried the app, right? Okay, okay, I understood better. Then I asked where the taxi drivers hang out. Uh, they all congregate in, in, in gas stations, right? Yeah. Certain gas stations have uh, natural gas, so they all go there. 
So when I went there, okay, uh, no, okay, this is a spot to send them up. Uh, then I set up a few. Uh, then the team to run the kiosk. Okay, so it's just basically a kiosk outside the gas station. Some have shade, some don't. Most are under the tree. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not easy. I was there running it myself, right? It's very, very yeah. tiring to explain and teach. Yeah. <laughs> and to sign up, you know, a uh, driver. Uh, so I thought, okay. These people, I think, respond well to the best. You know? So, so I was walking in the mall, right, in Paradigm Mall. Then, then I walk across uh, Unify, Freemax, Unify, uh, uh, broadband signups by our telecom telecom company, and and there were just a lot of uh, the promoters there, the, the the people that work there. Yeah. But we think a lot of them at least. Yeah. Yeah. So perfect. You know, these are people you know that talk to everyone. That I see are mostly you know men, so I just said I need like a team of five right away because I'm not gonna do it with my intern, you know, two, three yeah. of us, yeah. my, my my good friend, right? Uh, so I talked to the guy. I said, hey, you know, you're all here. Get how much money, you know? How's it like working? Then, then I said, okay lah, I'll try. It. I said, can I hire all five of you? Three <laughs> <laughs> uh, three accepted. Then then another two people came from you know these guys' friends and family, right? Yeah. Nah, so I got a team of five. Yeah. Or they say, oh, it works. Yeah, they went up to every mall to hire more to yeah. <laughs> or just uh, uh, unify uh, 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 Malay promoters, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can staff all the, the, the people there. And then Gap started, like, you know, dubbing the pay and taking them for me, you know? Mm. So so basically, you you poached the team from these kind of telecom companies. Ah, you want to put it that way? Yes, I and did. Then, yeah. And then I guess Grab saw that and then they poached it from you. Well, you know, I didn't like poach in a way where I didn't give them a better opportunity in security, right? Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I kind of pushed it from them. <laughs> but but to be honest, they wouldn't do anything. The most everyone had broadband already. The paradigm mall, the mall Tama. So how many times you did this week two? Yeah. So it's like and how you paid oh on commission mostly basic very low. Like, I'm doing a favor, okay? Yeah. Right, a real favor, yeah. And and that was a bit different context, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell, tell us the time about the the email campaign story that we, that you had set up. Come on, man. Maybe you disclose that. So you're part of any business, man. You know, on the friendliest side, it's just psych wars, man. It's like psych wars because yeah, you're yeah, deep mind, mind, yeah. beep, you know, mind, 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 messing in the mind competition. Yeah. Yeah. So this is easy taxi and grab. <laughs> uh, get very fierce competition between each other. Right? I think the first. This one was supposed to be just a cheeky way, you know, of like, you know, of, uh, of uh, freaking them out, right? So we, we staged a, a, a contest, right, where we were giving away 1,000 iPads. <laughs> of course we were not. <laughs> and uh, we only emailed this new center to him, the get employees, <laughs> and a few other people that we know, lah, you know, so that list looks okay, right? Yeah. And 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 then I put a tracker there, with, uh, so we can track you know what email addresses you this how many times right? And any uh, any uh, uh, channel software has this for CRM. Yeah, then we hosted. Okay, I've got a few people working for Solava to take a few pictures with iPads, MacBooks, you know, all the prize winners, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we send the initial email. This is the contest, right? None of the user base actually got it because we got four thousand iPads. <laughs> Okay, my marketing intern. Okay, okay. So next, in three days' time, we're gonna stage this photo shoot. They're gonna send the results to the winners, you know, and they're, they're all there winning here and there. And then, then every day, I look, I look how many times you open the email. <laughs> More than 300 times this guy has opened it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. 
I don't know if you ever found out that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to disclose who was opening it? And I thought the marketing team. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then, so you know, looking back at your time, so that was that's true. That, yeah. that was a good spirit, right? You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was much worse things that happened. No, later on, it's like it got yeah. damn annoying, right? It's, then, yeah. then it became a bit. Uh, I feel unethical, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a bit toxic, I think. Uh, yeah, it became point. very toxic. The, yeah. the, the whole relationship between yeah. Grab and Easy Taxi became quite toxic. I don't know why. It's like, no, the, it's like the, the, the young bravado of all these comrades, right? Of course, the whole nation's just filling it up. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if there wasn't that kind of, uh, uh, of uh, what, mm, competition and, and what yeah. toxic, uh, what's the alternative to toxic? What, you think going to merge? Mm. Well, we'd be friends yeah not right and and I don't know maybe we could well we were still very young 26 yeah yeah so I guess yeah I could do it maturely but I think the outcome still the same yeah you want to compete you're going to compete this way lah. at the end of the day you know all this didn't matter much honestly it just came out of money yeah, so it came down to funding. It came down to funding. Yeah, funding. All went discussed. Oh, we bought a lot of people. Price war, yeah. Yeah, it's also, it's like, oh, this is irrelevant. Like, yeah. So yeah. you don't think there was something that Grab was just doing much better? Product, I guess. Yeah, product was slightly better. I wouldn't say it's like, compared no, to Uber, I mean, you know. their product worked for the market. Yes. Our product wasn't bad. It worked for that market. It's faster, right? Yeah. It handles a lot more scale. It never crashed, like, you know, like, like Grab's wheel every time. Yeah. Right? So we just couldn't get the, the product, right? And, and, Okay, what can we do better? Of course, uh, fundraising yeah. product. But everything else, if I want to objective benchmark, we're pretty okay. We're, yeah. most, we're very close. We'll be better. Of course, we're way more a bit innovative in the head, I guess. Yeah. Marketing on their side has been a bit stronger, right? But but they do things that we can't afford. Yeah. Yeah. In the sense that we, we, we knew back then that it was the wrong thing to do. Not a good spend of uh, cat, right? Oh, for marketing spend. Marketing spend. More optimized over here. But eventually, you know, once the price war started and they got the money, you just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you buy drivers out, it's just hard. Yeah, and I think that's what it kind of took maybe to Yeah, then you have, plus you have the inferior product that users don't really like to use. Yeah. And then I guess that kind of uh, ended up, you know, we, we weren't able to kind of salvage it. I, I think we did pivot the business model. I heard, you know, we had Yeah, without money is uh, pointless. So I guess in the end, you know, we ended up shutting down Easy Taxi. That was our closing of the chapter for Rideshare. Rideshare continued on till today. And interestingly enough, it's almost coming full circle because you then eventually moved to Food Panda. And, and how did that happen? No, that was just an interim. Yeah, and Food, food Panda was what? It's a food... Food uh, delivery. Food delivery, right? So it's an aggregator. Mm, aggregator? Well, I mean, it's... A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Last mile food You put all the food... Last mile food delivery platform. Yes. Restaurant aggregator. Well, I guess the equivalent would be what? Grubhub, Seamless in, in the US. Grubhub, Seamless, Uber Eats. Yeah. Uber Eats is a little bit different, right? Because you have a network of drivers. Uh, Grubhub is just, just a platform like Food Panda, right? No, I think they all went to last mile too. Okay, so eventually they built their own fleet, but uh, yeah. I guess different different network of, yeah. of drivers. Um, so then, uh, how, how was your time at Food Panda? Ah, very short. I, I didn't then stay long. Yeah. Because uh, it's in between, so after it's actually. Yeah. I uh, didn't know whether I still want to be rocket, right? Yeah. I, I knew I was going to come back to Malaysia, but there's nothing left, right? Uh, yes. Then then food panda came about. I said, okay, you know, you know, uh, I think about that. Yeah, that's it. Now you know, I'll do it right temporarily because the, the the current MD is leaving. Yeah. Right. And and they just got a whole bunch of new money. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred million dollars. Yeah. So food food was really uh, flat. Like no one looked at food. food. Well, except for except for Rocket, right? So Rocket was really bullish on food back then. Yeah, because they got the hero. 
and he uh, knew it was, was going to be big. Yeah. And Food Panda was just small until yeah. like that day when I when, that month, you know, when yeah. when when the funding came in. Yeah. And I said, okay, lah, you know, I don't mind doing food. Because if you look at the food space now, do you think Rocket was too early? No. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, they're not. Rocket timing was perfect. Look, the fact is right. They have one of the biggest uh, stake in food delivery. Yeah. Worldwide through mm-hmm. delivery hero. Through delivery hero specifically. Yeah. So what Food Panda is, is Rocket works on a worldwide basis. Yeah, you know, correct. Investments here, there, operations only here, there. Yeah. So Food Panda, what, what is it now? I, I mean, it, it's uh, it's it, it grew very well, I guess, right? E- even in the face of you know insane competition, right? Yeah. Of course, a lot of money was plonked down here also. Yeah. And um, so Rocket was very early, early, early yeah. before China. Yeah. Right. It's just uh, you know, the 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 scheme really changed. You know, Rocket used to be the only one that could do it here. Then other people started to do it also. Then yeah. then the money also you know was funded by by SoftBank. You know, yeah, we've got a lot of it, right? And and Tiger Capital, you know, yeah. So so with all the money, you know, and, and all the the the, the art, a lot of uh, first move advantage eroded, right? Then a lot of the, the talent pool that kind of really know what what the playbook is like, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess. Yeah, food, food now is delivery hero good stock to buy it. the numbers yeah. are crazy right? yeah. but then t- specifically for the, the the Asia region though you know in terms of food uh, too early? well not just maybe too early but like what do you think in terms of um, you know wh- why hasn't Food Panda been bigger than like Crab or in, uh, uh, you know other f- the food why, delivery food, okay like I think the market share of Food, food Panda and Crab they're kind of not so skewed towards Crab they're, they're, they're a good shot it's good uh, it could be uh, what, 30, 70, 40, 60, you know. Mm-hmm. Some markets even higher or yeah. more equal. Um, so the question is what? Like, like why is Grab... Why do you think Grab is better than Food Panda? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have a better product, I think. So it comes down to the product. I think the product is more, again, mm-hmm. they have a regional approach. Yeah. It's more customized. They have uh, the... Right share fleet as a bonus. Yes, network effect of right share. Yeah. And also brand yeah. of that. So that's clear. But, uh, and of course, a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, why Web is taking the lead? We kind of expect it to, mm. right? Biggest platform, uh, most visibility. Uh, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the market share would be skewed towards Grab. You know, there's a commission war, right? Yeah, of course. With, uh, with uh, the food industry now. Yeah. Commission war and also a driver, like rider war. Yeah. So, so again, it goes back to the point of uh, Food Panda having uh, probably a worse product versus a Grab. Mm. Right? And Grab having the size, network, yeah. uh, loyalty, CRM campaigns, and also just. The prices they charge mm-hmm. to, and the prices they pay for delivery. In this kind of case, I guess uh, Rocket having the first mover advantage. No, I think strategically is very clear what to do. Right? So yeah, you're not on the lead. Yeah, you're, you're not market leader anymore until something change, right? Yeah, maybe this is a changing point. You know, maybe funding dries up, and there's a chance again to to go for it. Um, my view is it's half for sale or merger. Merger, yeah. and that that will play out, right? Because Google grabs it, same thing. You, know, you yeah. know, exit and merge. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, merger deal might happen, might not happen. I don't know, but mm-hmm. probably not, right? Because yeah. uh, of the, uh, the the differences between mm. uh, them and here. But uh, yeah, Food Panda. Then again, now things change. 
Did we expect a pandemic? Ex- expect what? Yes, COVID. COVID. Oh yes, yeah. COVID will shift yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, food delivery would be yeah. just more normal. Yeah, much more. And I guess were were you influenced from Food Panda to launching your own business? Cook? Yeah. So so what what were you seeing? A, in a lot Food of influences. Panda? So okay, at that time I came back. Okay, why I come back? Because all to settle. So you want to come back to Malaysia? Yeah, settle down yeah. finally. Yeah. After a long rocket career. Yeah. Settle down. Uh, get get married. Put household. Settle down because my dad getting old. Yeah. Yeah, my dad is a. Uh, well, he passed away last year. Yes. Sorry. It's about very very painful. Yeah. As a son, you know, I cannot imagine. But my dad was a very good guy. Mm-hmm. Earlier on, I said that you do everything supports you with everything. So a good video that we made. Um, but you know, he 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 dealt with a lot. Of life. His life was a tough, good, great. Definitely very unique. Also, I guess you know, yeah. for, for someone born in nineteen forty six, right? Yeah, and, and of his background, yeah. It's not a lot for me. It's not aristocrat and nothing like that. You know, so, you know, my grandfather was a butcher. Your grandfather was a butcher. In the Apatow, yes, and 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 yeah, that's it. You know, good lucky, right? Yeah. In the streets colonies. Then uh, yeah, he he uh, he's uh, I'm like him. You like your father? Yeah. He uh, he he uh, went to school. You know, did two schools. You know, he got he got his scholarship. Did did university and worked in the government the whole life. Mm. Government service, civil government. It was a good job back then. Mm. <laughs> then forty six, yeah. yeah, developing the country. So, yeah. so he was in the, the uh, agriculture department, and uh, yeah, why I came back was because he's old and he suffered from a lot of things. You know, like Parkinson's is the, is the, is the biggest. Parkinson's is, is a terrible, terrible disease. Yeah. Mm. So I needed to come home right and, and settle down. So I joined Panda. And then after a while, you know, with my girlfriend, you know, my, my significant other, significant other, I thought, yeah, you know, the market has given me most of what I need, right? Yeah. So maybe I want to start uh, a business, you know, that, that, that has a good balance between uh, uh, being a okay success or a lifestyle business. So like a potentially a lifestyle business, which can make a lot of millions. Because I'm year, very, right? very certain that to hope that it becomes like crazy big, at that point of time, we all have been through and known and that stage of life, yeah. that's silly, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not what I want anyways because I want to settle down. Mm-hmm. Not like go mad. Yeah. All over the world. Uh, so that model, after much... What model? Uh, full, full stack food delivery. So, so we will produce our own food. Mm-hmm. Right? Hence earning that margin there. Yeah. And then deliver direct to customers. And was Food Panda a big influence on this? Yeah, of course. What did you see in Food Panda that you thought could transfer to this new model where I you actually cook it? Not much just delivery, you know. I just saw like you know how, how much of the revenues or people are ordering in baskets, right? So I kind of understood like what what uh, the customers were looking to eat. What were those numbers? How much were they ordering and what was the baskets? Four ringgit, five ringgit for Food Panda. Yeah, uh, which is around my basket also, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, and cooked. So yeah, I thought okay, you know, um, they're doing that in restaurants, right? How I can be better, you know, is just to be the restaurant and deliver myself also. Yeah. Right, so I I, I I earned the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, look at the kitchen operations. I thought it could scale okayly, right? And and like I said, it makes cash flow, right? And uh, and 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 it, it it's easily run by a lean team, you know. And therefore, it should be cash flow positive quite frequently. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's what I thought. But it's tough. Yeah. Um. So I did that. Yeah. And 
I wish there wasn't a competitor, you know, like that one kind of thing. It'd be easier, but there was. There was a competitor, yeah. yeah so they kind of make things a bit harder. It was diluted by halfway. So yeah. That, yeah, that's very interesting. So you, you had Damakan, which uh, they they actually went on to Y Combinator. Right? I, I don't know why. Yeah, and I so, probably raised money so. Yeah, and, and, and they did, I, I think they got a few leads because of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that the, it's very interesting because they, they are sticking to the model how you started, which was B2C, right? Mm, yeah. And then, uh, then eventually you diverged to B2B. And um, wh- why, what did you see inherently wrong in the space that made you want B2C? to... B2C? Yeah, why, why did you change oh, the model? It's too tough to make money. What do you mean? It's like, because you, you're, you're, you're delivering, you know, to a lot of places. Yeah. Your delivery fees are super high per order, mm-hmm. uh, and the orders are small. Yeah, right, small, and you have so many customers, and customers you have to keep getting over and over again. They churn very fast. Mm-hmm. The retention is absolutely low. Very hard to make them sticky. Of course, because there's a lot of options out there. Yes, it's food panda, it's grab food. Yeah, right. Of course, I knew that for food panda. Yeah, it's like if food panda was didn't show me that and prove to me that everyone orders from the same restaurant every time. Yeah. Which is clearly not the case. Yeah, it's not the case. You go everywhere. Yeah. And, and why would I expect, you know, B2C to have that kind of behavior? So I was like, looking at the numbers, the retention is like, I'm churning out all my customers, right? It's not like my food has a problem. Right? They like it, they like it a lot. It's just that you don't eat it every day. You, you get gelat, you get sick of it, right? Yeah. One choice. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I can't change my menu every... It's not feasible. It's so, a, so I thought, yeah. okay, you know, this is going to get very busy, you know, B2C. There's food panda grab and it's going yeah. to be a, a damakan. So I thought, ah, screw that. Let's go to B two B business instead. And that was the niche. Because all the caterers don't do what we do. Yeah, yeah. Ah, we grew pretty well, very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, okay, yeah. You you reach profitability, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We pick even cash flows, right? But then yeah. the problem is this: we go we go to businesses. This is the issue we face. So we got to we scale up production a lot. Yeah, I I went from office to bigger you know unit next door, right? And, and we could make a lot more food, right? And um, cash flow was uh, was good. You know, I still had I was funding it, funding myself, right? Yeah. And and that was painful, right? I made money back again, right? Yeah. Whenever I lost everything, then fucking paid me quite a bit, so I invested again. I made money again. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what share was it this time? Also press metal. <laughs> so <laughs> writing it all, all the way. So would you consider Damakan to be successful? Are they sustainable? I don't know. Are the economics making sense? Because right. it's very hard, right? And you moved away from it. But they stuck to it, got into Y Combinator and raised. Do you think it's just a, a bubble or do you think that there's actually substance behind this? <sighs> okay. I asked the founders, right? What's the goal? Do you want to make money? Mm. There comes a point of age, right? Where you're just thinking... I cannot like waste time anymore. Yeah. Right. All this is fun. It's good. But does it make money? There are many easiest ways to make money. Yeah. A lot of easier ways to make money. A lot of easier ways to make money. Mm-hmm. A shitload of easier ways to make money. Yeah. And uh, at that point of life, you know, you could want to do it uh, for self fulfillment, let's say. You know, yeah. Or maybe there's a chance you actually exit with a sizable chunk. Yeah. Yeah. But come on, uh, be practical and realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're gonna exit then maybe you get it. Yeah. Maybe you don't. I think it's uh it's fundamentally the business. B2C. B2C. Yeah. They they also do B2B. They could do B2B as well, yeah. It's getting tougher and tougher because your food panda grab. Yeah. And and now everyone can deliver. Yeah. Want to deliver. Even tougher. Yeah. 
and uh, what you thought was an advantage of being online only now probably has become a disadvantage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As retail still has walked in, right? But not anymore. COVID changed a bit. So in a sense, it was like a, an arbitrage play, but then it's almost arbitraged away. There's people doing it better already, and it's more competition. Actually, now you know, with MCO and COVID and everything, they're probably going to die. What? But I mean, I don't know. If, if someone gives them a lot of money to like write through this, then maybe if not, I think that there's no way sales like you know, are what they were before COVID. For mm, Damakan, yeah. the MCO don't need to say lah. Yeah. yeah. And then, what what are your general thoughts then for for the food space? You know, across Uber Uber Eats, and then I guess you know, cloud kitchens too. You, if that was around now, cloud kitchens, you, you probably would have done better. You'd have to invest all that infrastructure, right? If I didn't put put in capex, yeah. just business books. Yeah, exactly. The reason I looked at it was okay. I don't want to go like Yamaka and become like a expansion regional shit, right? For something that doesn't work. Mm. It's like they're telling investors it's it's gonna work. When, when likely it's not going to work yeah. and they go do all this work for what? Can I exit, lose money, you know, stress for what? Maybe go in depth more. So, that was the point. I was like, very clear. Yeah. Okay. We to be that, that, that. Yeah. If I bring it overseas, right, it's through a partner, like someone wants to take my system go do like, like that's why I want to see green. Mm-hmm. So, so, other than that, I was content, okay, if like some business in Malaysia, it's going to be that. Yeah. I think it could work. Yeah. But it's, Bloody the capex is the one that that, that always gets to me because mm-hmm. I'm my own money, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, okay lah, if it's lifestyle business, I can get funding. Mm-hmm. Funding, the set one go expand. I don't want to expand. Yeah. <laughs> you should expand. Yeah. Pay some money. Interesting. So who wants to fund a lifestyle business? The people who fund it want want to go expand. I don't want to do that. Mm. Right. So it became this dilemma, you know. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm wasting time. And like, every time I make money, you know, I have to buy new equipment to grow. Yeah. And where, where does that come from? You know, where, where, like, if you account for that, I'm actually losing money. Yeah. And then there's the there's the there's the what? Uh, uh, then I just lost my mood. Yeah. So do you, so do you think? Because the whole point I did it was to settle down. Yeah. yeah I don't have that anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a relationship that like, broke oh, off. Of right? course. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what the hell? What's this for? And uh, then 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 uh, I just thought this is like if I'm trying to make money through this right, and what was what's, it's not the best. Yeah. Option to do it. Yeah. Mm. So, so I guess you're you're saying that the, the cloud kitchen thesis makes sense. You nope. Part, you, nope. I didn't say that. But I mean, your your business would have been better off. You said it would have been feasible, right? Um. My business? No. Because yeah. you wouldn't be putting up the capex. Not for me. If I was a cook, yes. Yeah, that's if you're cooked, yes. But not necessarily for cloud kitchens. Then you're saying. As the owner of cloud kitchen. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. For cook, that makes sense, but maybe the whole thesis behind because uh, you've been you, know, you have some experience in food, and you're you're saying this is not going to really work out. What what is that culture in real estate? Yeah. Mm. Real estate that that someone rents and you, and they sell to food panda. What the hell? What is it? What what actually is a culture? Oh it, yeah, so they, they central. It's a bunch of centralized kitchens, but then yeah, brand, it's, brands it's come. It's real estate. It's, yeah, it's, real. A, it's a it's a rentable kitchen. Yeah. It's a co co working kitchen. Yeah, correct. So what is it? Mm. I don't know how Travis does it. Mm. So, so does he own production? I don't know. So, mm. what? Commission? Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess, you know, like you said, the, since COVID, the trends are changing. Food, the whole food scene is changing. This could benefit. Yeah. Or, it could just be what it is. Mm-hmm. And what? Just real estate. <laughs> just real estate, yeah. 
the why why is it such the big focus for Grab and Gojek? You know, I've talked to a lot of the food delivery makes money. It does yeah, make money. It does make money. As the platform provider, taking commission top like you know top 20 percent here, of course, yeah. it, it's a cash cow. Is it? No it, doubt, it makes money. Yeah. Bike share makes money. Yeah, right. Food delivery makes money. It doesn't make money when you compete. Is, is it innovation or was it just more copying of Uber Eats and what they saw? Who? Uh, Grab and Gojek for for. What are you talking about? Uber Eats was food was. I mean, Uber Eats kind of start, you know, they, they innovate. You can say they copied Food Panda, yeah? Yeah, but for, for uh, Grab and Gojek. Copy uh, Food Panda. So strategically, they're focused on food, right? So they're, you're saying they copy Food Panda. They did copy Food Panda. Yeah. Food Panda was the first to do last month mm. for food delivery. Mm. Yes, objectively, they copied Food Panda. And so inspiration wasn't coming from the success of Uber Eats. Uber Eats was after. It was after. Much after. Yeah. Grab Hop was there. Yeah. Right, the whole model was these things for places that do delivery. No yeah. one provided fleets. Mm. Nobody. Only someone silly like Rocket would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make it work. Mm-hmm. But it did. Mm. So I guess uh, in the background of Cook, do you want to talk about what was happening personally at the time? or? Yeah, I don't know. Emotional mess. It's just, just a whole... Uh, it is what it is, right? What I do. Ah, then you know, I thought like, yeah, it's a great time to like you know go for the, the gap break, right? Because I always do that. <laughs> yeah, thematically it seems you. Yeah, thematically, have a break. I do. I do think this breaks in between, right? So I was like, okay, like, let, 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 let's let loose, you know. This is like uh, uh, went at the at the very height of cooked, cooked global was the. Yeah, company. it was actually the peak of a business, you know. Yeah. Because I already knew it was going to be lifestyle business. Yeah. So I knew what to transition to, what to do, you know. Like, yeah. Okay, I, I don't I, at that point I didn't really have to work there anymore. Everything was running fine. Like, yeah. My salesperson was good. Everything the chef does knows what he does. Oh good, okay, you know. Could be a lifestyle business easily, yeah. I don't have to like you know involve myself too much in. And I did that, you know, no problem. It just ran, 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 great, yeah. uh, it's going, you know, huge orders mm-hmm. of three thousand boxes a day. Mm-hmm. Mad also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I just like, you know, I started you know, having too much fun. I got in trouble. <laughs> and I had to like because of that I had to spend a lot of money to to, to, to Get rid of trouble. Do you want to go into the, the details? Okay, it's too personal. Okay, all right. Because, but yeah, you know, it's costly trouble. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it's good to maybe talk about, you know, because a lot of people don't talk about the failures and, and how that feels and how it affects a founder. Ah, interesting. Yes. Right? So that's why I was hoping maybe to get a little bit more, but you know, um, I guess in in those moments when you're really down. No. Yeah. Um, how to describe when you're down? Yeah. How do you? How do you? You gotta be there. You gotta be in that place. Mm-hmm. How, how can you emulate the feeling you never felt before? But mm-hmm. are you going to tell someone hey, you know what love feels like you're 16 and you haven't felt love yet? Yeah. Think about it. That's yeah. possible, right? Same with trading. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, get in trade first. Yeah. And then you deal with emotions. <laughs> yeah. So I guess uh, during this break, you know, you had a lot of personal trouble. Um, how, how did you end up, you know, readjusting back to everything, getting back up on your feet? And what were you feeling? Which break? Uh, after cooked. Right, you said mm, I had a long time to think about it. Right? Yeah. The cook, yeah. Uh, that's when I discovered more of my personality, I guess. More what? My personality. Personality, okay. And and really, really start to see many things are necessary. Mm-hmm. A lot of things we do in life are totally unnecessary, the wrong thing, likely for what you try to achieve. And I think we have a. Should develop a better understanding of what happiness really is and what is actually needed. Mm-hmm. 
and how important knowing who you are is personality mm-hmm. yeah so during this break I read a lot of books okay. and I had a, lot, had a lot of alone time so a lot of reflection a lot of reflection a lot of time away from every, everything else mm-hmm. isolated it's, uh, it's good how are you feeling then? very cheap, very happy yeah. so stepping out of the context good because they you know you're already like that, that was a time where I, I wasn't attached to anything I couldn't be right yeah so it's yeah it felt good I was young and I felt retired <laughs> right and I felt uh, yeah I was felt there's uh, no stress no pressure no obligation to do anything uh, and, and found out that you know I'm actually quite mellow and happy just reading I like reading books I need to read up more nowadays and just found out that you can really live without much mm-hmm. and still be extremely okay mm-hmm. so when I got back I was thinking I, do, I have enough yeah so and I know how this enough would make me pretty content for, for a very long time mm-hmm. and any additional things I bring on board to my life right is just going to bring me more content not that I'm not content in the first place but if it brings me discontentment or chance of unhappiness then I ask myself what's the purpose of doing that so I guess that's uh, you know segueing to, to towards the last section you know that's that why you have not started the next thing or or you're still looking for opportunities for investing uh, maybe building a company yeah so yeah this is like a tragic uh, circle right mm, there's no need to no need to why why look for the next thing mm-hmm. I just said does it bring me contentment mm-hmm. do I need to do it and if I do it what for and if you look at your whole entire journey though I mean it's you weren't doing those things to be content you know right but you were just kind of on this uh, adventure, <laughs> adventure right yes right yes and then I'm not doing for content no I'm everything all this right yes adventure yeah. experience mm-hmm. now I look back I think I'm just living life now. Mm-hmm. it's really just living life mm-hmm. And now I want to live life like this. Right? Be, being in the present. Yeah, now I live life like this. Right? I, I know I need to, to hit some financial goals you know, so that you know, I can actually afford like, you know, a family and the rest. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've uh, objectively figured out the best way to do it is to, to stay home and trade shares. So, so now you're fully focused on, on investing and trading. Well, it's uh, within my means, right? And, and, and looking at all the opportunities, it's like, if actually this is the, the obvious option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Okay. And now I have another thing out there, you know. And I'm just you know, hoping this all works out, right? And mm-hmm. and there's capital is because yes, having a spouse, having a, a family, having building a home, these all contentment that I'm looking to add to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, they, are, they are not unnecessary. They are. I ask myself why I'm doing it. Uh, duh, you know, it's needed. Mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah. yeah. I want to. It's another adventure, obviously. Okay. Yeah. And making money through this this way is also another, another adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, it still can go deeper, and you're still looking for challenges, but just in in a framework where you know you're going to be happy and balanced about it. I don't know if I, okay. 
you see all the other adventures that I, was, I didn't look for them you know they just came and went mm-hmm. on board yeah right now it's like if it came to me probably no mm. right because like uh, the next adventure I get on board with is like you know family household like becoming more like you know, whatever adulting yeah. mm-hmm. and, and be comfortable right uh, I still want to travel right uh, I want to do my backpacking trip around the whole world you know in, in, a, in a bloody plane and yacht on yeah. like a sailboat right yeah and I think like and, and, and this one is what I want to do because I, I know I'm 33 right and, and like I look at the years I'm like I'm actually pretty freaking out like shit at 40 is probably not so fun to do right so I need to like get a partner that's on board also right? mm-hmm. to, to delay all this right you know, yeah. and, and like go, go that's why I need to make money fast also mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and COVID didn't help like this yeah. uh, it kind of helped recently but but yeah, I think uh, my odds of success, my probability of making it work, a lot higher now mm-hmm. versus when I first started. Yeah, all all things I learned. Yeah. yeah. So I think this share trading investing thing, just like how I would do a startup. Mm-hmm. Mm. So so I guess you know I, I this kind of pulls it to the end of the journey, right? And there, there's a lot of lessons I think we can learn. You know, I think you just kind of. Uh, always being open to the next opportunity. I think going against, against conventions, right? You know, not on purpose. Ma- making it happen. I guess, yeah, you know, not on purpose, but uh, it's not what everyone would do. And uh, I think it led to opening more doors and you just kept on riding that wave. Um, you know, there's some ups and downs along the way. Um, so I guess, yeah, thank, thank you for sharing your story. Is there, oh, is there anything else you would want to... Uh, it's like, I have not recount this whole thing in yeah. such detail before. Yeah, it's good. It's good to learn. You know, I'm happy to mm. to do that with a friend. You know, I, I learned a lot of things too about you and also your what you have to share. Um, how, how can we help you? Is there anything you want? You're looking for now uh, from you're called entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. I want people to really ask themselves if you're here to make money. If you're here, to I make don't know money. what you're thinking. You know? mm-hmm. Everyone has different goals, life, whatever. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. adventure. Enjoy it. You, you live, you die. Seriously. Yeah. 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 And and. and Mm. Stress for what? Yeah. Right. So I guess you want to tell all the entrepreneurs out there what is your motivations? Yes. Is it really just about money? Then you should really think carefully. It, yeah. That, stupid. And li- life is short, so you should probably just think about it carefully. Mm. And you know, one wants to you know, okay, look, you have to understand systems, right? You know, be rational, very rational. Think deep. Don't believe what like, what is common knowledge. Yeah. Then you be common. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll become very uncommon and special, right? And yeah. then you gotta look at it objectively, read as much as you can, right? And, yeah. and, and, and know, know what's important, what's not, what's real, what's not, right? Yeah. How things can be done in many different ways. Yes. Yeah? So if your goal is to make money, no, it's not going to work, it's a risky thing. Yeah. Right? It's simple, like your know, dilemma, my own capital, right? Uh, why do you think you can do better than Steve Jobs? Mm. Uh, or, or what's the latest uh, good? good Rockstar listed company. Uh, give me an example. I can't remember anymore. Uh, Elon Musk. Uh, why do you think about Elon Musk? Right. Mm. He's like the world's best engineers all working there, crazy. Yeah. You know, doing epic things, right? And you think your money is like you know, you betting yourself is better. Come on, mm. uh, buy his share. Mm. So, so that's the way people should see things as they are. Capital is capital, right? You are a capitalist, capitalist society. You own capital. So, what is capital for? Bet yourself or bet someone else? Yeah. Yeah. So be realistic. Okay, well, thank you for being on the podcast and sharing. Maybe you can cut that last part out. I don't want to spoil all you guys. Laugh. <laughs> this is the reality. 
right? it's okay to share. If you are doing all this entrepreneurship startups for your own journey, it's a fulfillment thing, you know, and the outcome is you get some money out of it, which is most of the cases that yeah. are successful. Uh, Almost all I would say is like that, yeah. right? Yeah, but I think it's important to highlight and I think that's a theme that comes up a lot in some of the more prolific, successful entrepreneurs like Peter Thiel. He'll, he'll question, you know, should you just join a rocket ship that's already rising or should you build it yourself? The odds are against you if you try and start a startup. I agree. And, and I, think I, that, that. I think that's the lesson. I did that. I found it very clear. The rocket ship came out of board. Yeah. Right? Do I recommend that, you know, like young people to, to, to try it? Just go for the journey. Mm. Just don't destroy yourself with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. No, 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 it's going to be fun. But don't expect, you know? Yeah. Don't expect and don't be destroyed when you crash. Okay. All right, Jim. Thank you so much for being on this. Hey, listeners. What a journey. While this episode was a lot longer than my original aim, there's a lot we could take from the stories June shared. As June demonstrated time and time again, he was able to make big jumps in his career by simply looking at a broader opportunity and going for it. He did this transitioning to the global operations team at Zalora. He again did a similar jump at Easy Taxi. While the story wasn't shared in the episode, after six months of co-founding Easy Taxi Malaysia, he became the regional managing director of eight countries. With his fruitful career at Rocket, he was able to eventually build a successful, profitable food delivery business despite facing a lot of personal hardship. Initially, I had hoped for a deeper conversation around vulnerability and the feelings around failure, a theme I hope to explore with more guests in the future. And I also had struggled how to frame or think about the end of his shared journey. To some, it may seem like June had given up or fizzled out. However, I think there's a much more subtle, powerful message in his choices. A lifestyle business is a business that can easily make a founder a lot of cash every year. It's not necessarily optimized for venture scaling. It provides a great lifestyle for the founder. To me, I see an entrepreneur who has matured and eventually deeply understood what motivates him and what he values. He didn't need to be a famous unicorn or decacorn founder. A lot of people don't tell the story of the many other options entrepreneurs can take. There's nothing wrong with building a profitable business. There's nothing wrong with finding a balance that suits you. And it's okay if you're not pursuing what the world is glamorizing. There are many forms of success. No matter what happens, I know June is well equipped to realize any goals he targets. Thank you for listening. If you find June's story in the history of e-commerce in Southeast Asia interesting, please share this story on social media and go to entrepreneursofasia.com slash podcast and find episode two, part two to comment and share your thoughts. I look forward to seeing you next week.